This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And if you're looking to do some renovations on your home, maybe put in a new kitchen or bathroom or a completely new home, our guest this afternoon has all the answers. If you want to do it right and you want to do it on budget, we'll talk to the folks at My House Design Build team on how to avoid the pitfalls. But first, it's a look at the consumer news headlines from the past week. We learned this week that Canada's COVID-19 vaccine rollout is set to kick into high gear after some major disruptions left us with zero doses just a few weeks ago. To date, Canada has administered just over 1.1 million doses. And in the next four weeks, we're expecting 1.8 million from Pfizer and 168,000 from Moderna. It has not been a great rollout so far. In fact, according to the Bloomberg vaccine tracker, Canada has slipped to 38th in the world when it comes to vaccination rates per 100 people. Countries ranked Ahead of Canada include the U.S. and the U.K., which are both in the top 10. Israel tops the list. Countries ranked ahead of Canada, as I say, the U.S. Federal officials have reportedly said it's expected the country will have enough vaccines for every Canadian who wants one to get a shot by the end of September. This is despite recent delays in shipments. Uh, from Pfizer, uh, Moderna, the two approved COVID-19 vaccines in Canada at this time. So we're low on that survey, but we're a little higher on this one. According to this new survey, Canada is being called one of the world's most influential countries in the world. That feels a little different than most of these surveys. Usually it's the most livable most scenic. But CEO World Magazine has included Canada in its roundup of the world's most influential countries in 2021. We're number 11, just ahead of Saudi Arabia. Number one, you probably would guess, the excited states of America, the U.S., followed by China and Russia. The survey looked at attributes such as leadership, military power, international alliances, and international trade. And tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And how's this for the ultimate date? You take your significant other on a helicopter ride. You can either check out the city from a bird's eye view, or you can fly into some rugged BC backcountry. Sky Helicopters, a Vancouver-based helicopter charter company, has been selling the Valentine's Day packages. It comes with a private flight, a couple of glasses of bubbly. Upon returning to the hangar at Pitt Meadows Airport, uh, you and your significant other head over to the Fluid Spa in Langley for an hour-long body massage. Full body massage. Also included in the deal is a box of limited edition Thomas Haas chocolate made in North Vancouver, and that's good stuff. I can tell you that. With some uh, Sky Helicopter merch thrown in, the total cost of the package for Valentine's Day is 695 bucks. I don't know if they're all booked for tomorrow. They may be. If you're thinking about doing some renovations to your home, big or small, our next guest has some great tips for you. It's Vancouver Consumer with Graham Hugay from My House Design Build Team, next on CKNW.
Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and uh, what is there if not your home? It's your home base. It's uh, especially in this kind of uh, COVID environment, I think we've all learned how important uh, our homes are and what an investment it is to to update your home and to make sure that it's all it can be. And uh, when you are thinking about renovating your home, uh, you want to talk to my next guest. Graham Hugay is with My House Design Build team. They're at myhousedesignbuild.com, and he's with me now. Hello, Graham. How are you doing? Hey, good afternoon, Martin. It's a great day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, you know, like speaking of, of the weather, I mean, obviously at this time of year, we have, uh, you know, it, it's kind of up and down. But we, we are seeing stretches of sunshine and things are uh, starting to feel like we're crawling out from under that rock of winter. And is this a time when things get really crazy for you that people start thinking, you know what, it's getting close to spring, I need to do some renovations on my home? You know, traditionally it is, and I think this year even more so, like you pointed out. Uh, People are spending more time at home and recognizing that their home is their sanctuary. And so even though we just had uh, this cold snap, um, you know, we all, as Vancouverites, we know that spring is just around the corner and we're just waiting for those buds to come out, uh, the cherry blossoms, and that won't be too long. And people go outside and they start thinking about their home and, boy, I'd really like to be doing this this year. I'd like to maybe improve my outdoor living space or I'm, I'm looking to make these upgrades. And then they get on the phone and they start calling people and asking them for help. And then what they're going to find this year, it's a very, very busy year. A lot of people are doing home improvements and renovations and and planning. And so as soon as you can start planning, don't wait till that good weather. Start planning now. Yeah, and uh, definitely get yourself uh, aligned with a solid company that knows what they're doing, like My House Design Build team. Uh, You can go to myhousedesignbuild.com, and if you are one of those people who's starting to think about maybe renovating your home, you, as usual, have your seminars coming up on Thursday. Uh, It's renovations and home improvements, and then on the 25th, Uh, The next Thursday, it's high-performance homes, and I'm really excited to talk to you about high-performance homes, everything from, um, you know, like uh, heating the home efficiently to the quality of the water. So we're going to get into that, but let's talk about this Thursday's uh, webinar uh, that people can sign up for if they go to your website, myhousedesignbuild.com. It's all about renovations and home improvements. So it's basically uh, a chance for people to, to get some, some answers. And what, what are the first questions that people have uh, when, well, first of all, when they the show date, up? February 18th. Uh, February 18th, looking forward to people tuning in. And the great thing is they don't have to leave their home. <laughs> they, can, yeah. they can tune in on a webinar. What we need them to register for is so that we can send them the link and they can join us on Zoom. And that's a great opportunity that they can actually interact and share their questions in real time. But we're going to go through the process of what is involved in whether it's a small home improvement or renovation. Uh, are there permits involved? How long do permits take? Um, you know, what are some of the costs involved? Who should I hire? These are the questions that we get asked the most, and we're going to address those at the webinar. Is there one thing that uh, people 
are always asking for more than other things. You know, they want to build a pool or something. Or in at this time of year, what what's, are some of the biggest things that people want to do to their home? Well, we definitely are being asked more about outdoor living uh, this year. Um, and outdoor living can be anything from updating their existing patio or deck to making that patio or deck covered or enclosed. And, and yes, even swimming pools and, and larger uh, for larger properties where people have that opportunity, but just expanding their space. And then, of course, we're also seeing people cocooning, you know, where families are coming back together. Maybe kids are needing to, for economic purposes, move back in with their parents. Or in some cases, parents are moving back in with kids. And so they're looking at how do I reconfigure the space I already have? How do I make my existing house more functional, better? Or perhaps uh, can I take my basement and make it a suite, whether it be an in-law suite or it's a rental suite? Or can I add space to my house? What does it take to do an addition? So all of those things are really the prominent questions we're being asked a lot of these days. Yeah, I know so many people, myself included, who are going through those kind of changes where, uh, you know, in-laws are moving in to the basement. And uh, and also, you mentioned outdoor living being a huge thing. And I, I guess this past year, these past 12 months, outdoor living has never had as much pressure on it. And I think people probably looking at the spring and summer this year are thinking, um, how can they create a space and have people come over where they just sit outside? Absolutely. You know, our homes are our sanctuary and that outdoor uh, living, uh, we've got to recognize we still live in Vancouver. And as beautiful as Vancouver is, sometimes it rains. And so we get asked, hey, how can I have that outdoor living space that I can use it almost all year round? So covered outdoor living is really, really at the forefront front of people's thoughts and questions. Um, and how they can expand that um, and then just, just be more enjoyable, whether that's adding heating out there, whether it's uh, some cooking facilities, whether it's a place to eat, whether it's a place to just lounge, maybe even add a hot tub or, as you mentioned, even outdoor things like swimming pools. So outdoor living is definitely uh, a prominent part of people doing their home improvements and renovations. It's usually combined. You know, people will say something like, I'm looking to renovate my kitchen, but I'd love to incorporate that into my outdoor living. Or I have a family room and I'd like to, to open out into this outdoor living space. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Graham Hugay. He is with My House Design Build team. You can go to myhousedesignbuild.com and you can register for their webinars. February 18th, that's this Thursday. Uh, it's all about home improvements. Uh, and renovations in your home, and uh, they will answer all your questions. It's absolutely free. You don't have to leave your house. And then the following Thursday, uh, it's a webinar on high-performance homes, which we're going to talk about. Uh, but let's talk about home improvements and renovations. Um, are you? Do you find that most people um, are are not aware of how much they can do with things like uh, knocking down walls? Or do you think they come in saying, I want to do this, this, and this, and it's a question of, well, you can't knock down that wall. Is there, is there generally more that people can do with their homes than they realize? I think that people don't realize how they can take their existing home, their existing space they have, and get better utilization of that space, uh, better functionality. And sometimes that is 
based on, hey, if you remove this wall, open this space, combine these rooms together, you can have this much more functional home. So a lot of times people know the problems they have or the issues they don't like about their home. They might not know how to solve them. And that's, they come to us and one of the first things we do is go through their existing home and we have all the safety protocols in place and we've done so all throughout this past year uh we're part of essential services we haven't closed but we have modified how we do things and how we interact with people so in a safe manner we're able to go through their home do inspections find out what their existing conditions are find out whether a wall or walls or such can come down um and what's involved in that what costs involved and have a good discussion so they can make quality decisions uh, before they start spending a lot of money on design and build. Um, they're actually able to get those decisions made up front. And when you're talking about making quality decisions, I think it's worth pointing out that uh, the My House Design Build team has won a few awards, over 100 industry-related awards, including the Georgie Award, Best Vancouver Renovator for six years running. That's pretty impressive. That must feel we're good. Really, yeah, we're really proud of all of the different awards from Best Kitchens to Best Bathrooms, Best Renovations, Best Custom Homes. We've had those awards over the years. But as you mentioned, the one that I'm most proud of because it's our team award, it's a recognition from the peers, our peers in the industry and our clients, Uh, is the BC Georgie Award for Renovator of the Year for all of BC. In fact, the Georgie Awards for 2021 are going to be coming up later on this month, uh, hosted by Todd Talbot, and anyone can tune in because they're online. Uh, They don't have to get a ticket and go down to some uh, convention center (laughs) because (laughs) they're going to be doing that online this year, as we did last year. And we have been, uh, we're now a finalist for uh, Renovator of the Year for the seventh year in a row. And, you know, we're so proud of that, but we don't take it for granted. We're always doing our best to improve, uh, hear our clients' needs. This is the construction industry. There's nothing perfect about it. Um, People's uh, homes are very personable, personal to them. Uh, Their finances, we take all of that very, very personally ourselves. And so we try to guide them through to make those quality decisions. And um, the awards really just underscore that we know what we're doing. We've been recognized many, many times. Uh, Our first Georgie Award, we won in 2001, so 19 years ago. And uh, so we're really proud of that. And but no matter what size project a person's thinking about, whether it's a small home improvement, whether it's a single room like a kitchen or bathrooms or a basement suite, we take the same diligence, the same pride in whatever size project you have, um, and we treat it as if it's going to be an award-winning project. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, you should check out this webinar on Thursday, February 18th. Go to myhousedesignbuild.com and uh, meet the award-winning people on the team, the My House Design Build team, and uh, they can answer all your questions, and uh, you can get that renovation done. And when when you're talking about the team, the My House Design Build team, it's an overall holistic approach, as you mentioned. And and I guess one of the, the least sexy things about a home renovation is permitting. And, and how important is it to, to have people working on your renovation that kind of have an eye on permitting and, all, and they understand the process of that? Well, it's not only important to have an eye on it. It's something you need to address right in the first 
part of your discussion um, because uh, almost every project, every home improvement, every renovation is going to have some sort of permit involved. There might be just a trade permit like electrical or plumbing or gas, but often there is a building permit. And today in the marketplace and in the various municipalities, it's not easy. It's, it's a somewhat convoluted process. It's not just simply hand this in, fill out this form, and away you go. And so what we do as a team, we are a design and build firm. We have in-house staff that handles all of the design process, the permitting process, the engineering, and then the construction process. So when we first meet, when we first start talking about what is it that you're thinking of doing, we're able to determine very quickly what type of permit or if a permit is required for the type of work you're considering. And then we explain to you exactly what that process is for your project. Every project is project-specific in terms of that permit process. And so no surprises, because I guess that's, that is the worst thing uh, about a, a renovation, is a, or the, the, could be the best thing, but avoiding those kind of surprises when you unveil something and you realize, oh, this is a much different job than we originally thought. I think that's one of the biggest common challenges to the construction renovation industry are the various horror stories that people have heard from friends or families or maybe they've experienced themselves of projects going either too long or over budget and some of the biggest reasons where they just didn't take the time or they didn't have the experience or knowledge to understand the existing conditions of a house and how that impacts the decisions that need to be made before they start opening up walls, before they actually even apply for permits. So we take extra diligence in the beginning stage. In fact, we go through a process called feasibility. Is this project feasible? Is it feasible to do? Is it able to be done? What are the cost implications? Does this work with your budget? Um, and, and we go through that and uh, many people have seen the TV show on HGTV, love it or list it. And, you know, uh, it's only a 30-minute show, and they show basically that in about 22 minutes you can renovate your whole house. But <laughs> what about 10 minutes into the show, typically what happens is they find a problem. They, they've got this wonderful design, they've got a budget, and then they find a problem. Oh, my goodness, we've got this problem, we've got to solve this problem, now it's going to cost more, or we have to delete something. And that is actually uh, a real truism in the renovation industry, people in the middle having these things discovered. We don't like that love it or list it type of scenario. We want to find those challenges ahead of time, understand them, what are the cost implications, and then discuss that openly with our clients so they can make those quality decisions based on the whole project and the end cost, not just part of the cost. So avoid the reality show drama. (laughs) <laughs> and call Graham Hugay at My House Design Build Team. MyHouseDesignBuild.com is the website. And you can also phone 604-MY-HOUSE. They've got a webinar coming up on Thursday, February 18th, on renovations and home improvements. And then the following Thursday, on the 25th, it's all about high-performance homes. And when we come back... Uh, We're going to talk about what a high-performance home is because this is technology that is changing every day, and it is very, very exciting in the renovation and home build uh, business. So that's what we will talk about when uh, Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW right after this.
Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we are talking home renovation with the owner and general manager of My House Design Build Team, Graham Hugay. MyHouseDesignBuild.com is the website. And we were talking about that kind of classic reality show drama you get in those uh, home renovation shows where about, like you say, 10 minutes in, Graham, there's a, there's a problem. They dig up, a, I don't know, like a graveyard in the backyard or something. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, you strive to avoid, I mean, because that's a reality show. Reality shows need conflict to be entertaining. But when it comes to my house design build team, you work very hard to avoid that kind of, uh, that kind of unpleasant surprise. Well, Martin, every project, whether it's a small home improvement or a, a larger renovation or even someone building a custom home, has to deal with existing conditions of their property, of their, of their home. And it doesn't mean uh, that you have to have a very, very old house to have problems. Uh, we've, we've worked on renovating homes that were 10, 12, 15 years old, but were perhaps not built properly the first time, especially when it comes to things like mechanical and air quality and heating and cooling. Many homes we go into where, you know, they, the classic, it's cold in the winter, it's hot in the summer, or the basement has a different temperature from the top floor, or different rooms have different temperatures. So those are also existing conditions that need to be discussed early on so that you don't have those issues cropping up later on. The other one is hazardous materials. Uh, any house that has been built prior to 1992 has to have a hazardous material uh, inspection certified. That is mandated um, through uh, all of the municipalities as well as uh, through WorkSafe. And so asbestos, we've heard that. That is definitely one of the things we look for. You look for lead. We even look for radon gas. I mean, so there's many existing conditions uh, inside the walls that you don't often see um, or underground or perhaps a drainage issue, a roofing issue. So what we do is in our beginning stage, our feasibility process, we don't just talk to homeowners about what they're wanting to accomplish, but we also look at the existing conditions, um, give them a proper inspection on the various areas that we've discussed so that they have a clear understanding of what is going to be involved in the process for them. And let's talk about that 15% discount on all preliminary planning uh, in the feasibility phase. And uh, that is just a, a good example of why you want to you wanna get a quality company to go in there and take a look at the whole situation from permits right to the end of the job. And uh, at uh, My House Design Build Team, you can save 15% on that phase. That was something we actually instituted early last year as COVID came out. We saw people struggling and challenges. And, um, you know, we encourage people to at least get into that permit planning um, discussion early, even if you're not sure when you're going to be doing your actual construction project. And this year is no different. And so we've continued that 15% discount, made that available to people uh, to help them out, but also to encourage them, get started in the process now. Uh, we have many people call us and say, listen, I'm not thinking of maybe doing the construction till next spring, 2022. And we say, well, let's get started now. Let's have that discussion now. Let's find out what the process now, because getting a permit, for example, could easily add two, three, four months. If it's a big project or a custom home, it could add six months 
maybe even longer in the permit process, depending on the scope of work. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's why if uh, you're thinking of a home uh, renovation, uh, big or small, there is a great webinar you can attend February 18th, which is Thursday. Uh, You can sign up on the website, myhousedesignbuild.com. It's all about renovations and home improvements. That's this Thursday. And then a week Thursday on February 25th, it's all about high-performance homes. And uh, this is so interesting because every time I talk to you, Graham, there's always something new in the technology of high-performance homes. So briefly uh, explain uh, what a what a high performance home is, and what kind of uh, what what kind of things go into a high performance home? I think it's really comes down to building science. There's a science to how a building functions, and a lot of people don't realize that everything that you put into that house, everything that you um, that you have mechanically, how the house is framed and structured, what type of windows. Um, what type of roofing system, and then even how many people are living in the home, how many pets, um, how you cook, how you live, all those things affect your house as a system. And so that building science needs to be thought through, especially in renovations. And today with the new building codes, it's become very, very key in understanding what you can accomplish in terms of energy and high performance in your home. So healthy homes is another way I like to look at it. When you create an environment in your home that is built right, air quality is right, uh, the temperature is right, and your house is very energy efficient, you also can create healthy environment, healthier living, healthier air quality, and even drinking water. Yeah, drinking water is an interesting uh, an idea because I, I never really think about that. I just assume it comes in from the outside and it's all the same. But uh, I guess that's something you really need to think about. Well, it does come in from the outside and a lot of it is the same. And we have some of the best water in the world. We have one of the most pristine uh, reservoirs for water up there at the reservoir. But then it travels through pipes that are often 40, 50, 60, some of them 80 or more years old. And so the contaminants that come through those pipes and into your home and then, I mean, most people today, they're used to bottled water or having some sort of filtration. Um, We incorporate things like hard carbon block and ultraviolet light filtration. So you're you're not just taking the sediment out of the water, but you're actually treating the water from the bacterial content. And that is great whether you're making your best cup of coffee in the morning or you're putting that water into a pot of soup or you're having a nice cold glass of it. So water, air quality, those are just two small elements that can contribute to a healthy home. And radon, that's something I I heard about a few weeks ago. I don't know anything about radon. Well, in simplicity, radon gas comes up out of the earth. Um, often uh, from rock formations. It's a form of radiation, and we have it um, in many places throughout not just the lower mainland but throughout B.C. It's part of the building code to inspect for radon in many jurisdictions, for example, in the Okanagan. It's mandatory to check for radon before you ever do any building or major renovations. But even here in Vancouver, we just finished doing a renovation in Burnaby, right near the New Westminster border. Uh, We did a radon check, and sure enough, there was radon gas emitting coming up from underneath their existing um, basement crawl space. So we were able to protect that floor and 
be able to divert the radon gas outside of the living space so it wasn't affecting the people in the house. And that was part of our existing conditions feasibility study in the beginning. Um, so we were able to mitigate that very cost effectively during the renovation. And I guess as houses become more energy efficient, um, if you have a house that's really drafty, you're getting a lot of fresh air. But if it's really energy efficient, uh, it's very important that that air quality is uh, efficiently moved around. Yeah, air quality is huge. And let's just take away the misnomer about a drafty home is a good thing. Uh, With drafts comes moisture. And so allowing air to come into your home because it's not been made airtight, for example, you're actually bringing in moisture into the house, which means you're bringing it through the cavity of the home, into the walls. We've seen in the last 25 years so many buildings for what they call the leaky condo syndrome. But it's not just condos. There's many homes that when you open up a wall and it's only 20, 25 years old, we've opened up the wall and it's got rot inside. You don't see it from the inside. You see it. Uh, you don't see it from the outside, but it's in there because moisture's come into that wall cavity because it's not been properly built or protected. And, and so that moisture then sits there, it, it, it gets involved with the insulation or with the building paper or the plywood or whatever it is, and then eventually rots. Wow, that is why you need the team, the My House Design Build team. MyHouseDesignBuild.com is the website. Uh, Graham Hugay is my guest on Vancouver Consumer, and uh, we're talking about the uh, webinars. There's one on Thursday, Renovations and Home Improvements, and then a week from Thursday on the 25th, it's High Performance Homes, and that's why you need uh, a company that is looking at the big picture. Even if it's a small renovation, they need to look at the big picture. And let's talk about a little bit more about high-performance homes. And the, I think the first thing people think of is uh, efficiently heating your home. And you mentioned something that I, I kind of laugh at because I think a lot of people are resigned to the fact that, oh, well, that part of the house is freezing cold. Oh, that part of the house gets hot in the summer. And it shouldn't be like that, should it? And it doesn't need to be that way. Um, We look at the house as a system. We look at holistically. We look at what the real problems and challenges are. And unfortunately, even in today's current building code, mechanical systems, heating, cooling, ventilation, though they're in the code of certain requirements, they are not inspected for quality. They're not inspected uh, with uh, same types of regulations that say, for example, plumbing or gas or electrical are looked at. And they're often overlooked. People have inefficient systems put in their home, improperly sized, and then the ducting system improperly sized and distributed. And people don't know how to inspect that. And the biggest reason is it's behind the walls. They don't see it. When they don't see it, they don't understand it. So high performance really starts in the pre-finishing stage. It's, it's part of the design, whether you're renovating or building a new home. It needs to be talked about in the early stages of design, understanding what the current code is. And remember, building code is minimum. That's your minimum standard. And then talking about, well, what can I do to improve that? And really what the simple concept of a high-performance home is, design a house in such a way that you don't need much heating. You don't need much cooling. Your house is already standing by itself, energy efficient, without all those mechanics. So your cost of running and operating that heating and cooling is barely minimal. In fact, we have a new building code coming that's in place, but it's expanding over these next 
10 plus years. And uh, the goal in the whole province, but specifically in the lower mainland, is to help homeowners get to what we call net zero or net zero ready. And that is uh, tied with terms like passive home, certified built green homes. But net zero really means I'm going to build a house or renovate a house where my envelope of my home, my, my living space is so energy efficient that I don't need much heat or cooling. In fact, I could balance it off or, or equal zero if I had a little bit of alternative energy like a solar panel system or geothermal. And with a small solar panel system properly designed and placed, I could offset the costs that I am going to incur from that heating and cooling and ventilation because my costs are going to be so little to begin with because it's been designed in a high-performance manner. And we're seeing that. But we're, we just completed one of the first-ever net-zero renovated homes here in Vancouver, a 1960s bungalow or rancher uh, over on the west side near Caresdale area, and it is a net-zero renovated home. It has a higher performance value than the new homes that are being built to code today. Very, very cool. And you can get all sorts of uh, uh, advice and uh, wisdom like this on Thursday, February 18th at the webinar. If you go to myhousedesignbuild.com, you can register. And uh, it's a webinar. You can stay at home and do it on your computer. Um, and that's stay on... in your pajamas, too. And you're, you, yeah. You have to wear clothes, apparently. I, I don't know what kind of rules you have. Turn your camera off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can do whatever you want if you turn the camera off. Uh, that's this Thursday. Home improvement and renovations. And then on the 25th, the following Thursday, it's all about high-performance homes. Always fascinating to talk to you, Graham. Graham Hugay from My House Design Build team. Give you the website again, myhousedesignbuild.com, or you can phone them at 604-MY-HOUSE. Well, thank you, Graham. Always great to talk to you. Absolutely. Remember, Sunday is Valentine's Day, Monday's BC Family Day. Enjoy families, enjoy the people you love. Yeah, that's always good advice in your in your brand new or nicely renovated home. Thanks, Graham. It is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and when we return, we're going to ask Andrew. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and uh, right now it's time to ask Andrew. Andrew, uh, he checks out of what what's going on in Vancouver. He's on the pulse of uh, this city. He's our producer of Vancouver Consumer. And Andrew, uh, one thing that I love, I drive up and down Main Street, I don't know, feels like four times a day. And there are so many murals. And uh, every year there's more because of the mural festival. And you were just telling me the mural festival is connected to something pretty interesting that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm a huge sucker for the mural festival. I think, you know, I think in the grand scheme of things, uh, when you look at what makes Vancouver unique, uh, the Mural Festival is one of the events that stands out. Um, and of course, you know, it's it's too early to know what will happen this year, whether or not it'll, you know, the Mural Festival will be continuing in the same capacity it has because of the pandemic. Uh, but if I had to put money on it, which I'm not because I don't have any money, <laughs> um, I would say they're probably going to be still happening. Uh, it is an outdoor event. Yeah. You can take all the tours on your phone. But that's a conversation for six months from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what actually started yesterday is a cool little uh, Vancouver Mural Festival winter. Um, And instead of murals, uh, what VMF is doing is they're going to, they're transforming or they're turning public plazas, alleyways, um, public spaces really into 
uh, augmented reality art. So basically what this is, is essentially, you know, you, you, you download an app or you go to a website. Um, it is an app, actually, the, Van, uh, the Vancouver Mural Festival mobile app. And there are 24 augmented reality locations scattered across downtown Vancouver. Um, and basically how augmented reality works is you look at a location through your phone's camera like you're taking a picture. But on your screen, the data encoded in the location kind of pops up into an image. Um, now, if you remember Pokemon Go, that was augmented reality. Right. Right. So it's the same kind of idea. Now that you mentioned Pokemon Go, I get it. There we go. It's <laughs> all about to, it's all about going on? it's all about connecting with the kids. Yeah. Um, but that's what this is essentially. It's uh, it's an art festival, and there's 24 art installations scattered around the downtown core. Uh, this actually started yesterday, uh, but this runs up until the end of February, the 28th. Um, and I think it's just a great way to you know. Despite the fact that, you know, the weather may or may not be inclement, we'll mm -hmm. say it is winter in Vancouver. And, you know, one second it is snowing and one second it's you're taking your jacket off because yeah. it's too warm. Uh, but I think that stuff like this is absolutely vital uh, in a city like Vancouver where winters aren't the nicest thing, but it encourages us to get out and, and, and you know, engage with the arts. Because I think that's something that Vancouver needs to capitalize on. We're a city full of creatives. Um, and there seem to be, you know, compared to that number of creatives, so few opportunities to showcase it. So what the Vancouver Mural Festival is doing with this winter arts, I think is just absolutely fantastic. So you can just go to vanmuralfest.ca and it'll, all the details will be there. Uh, and if you want to get the app, it's just the Vancouver Mobile Festival app, Mural Festival app, and that's VMF app. And you can find that. And this just looks really cool. It sounds like a cool thing to do, especially now, because we're just kind of coming out of these months of winter and COVID, and uh, we just got to get out and see stuff. Please do. I think it's a great idea. Ask Andrew uh, with Andrew Ferreira. He's the executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, we're going to hear about cryptocurrency. That stuff like Bitcoin, that is going to be huge. And we'll hear all about it when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.